Business owners are cluing into the fact that Bitcoin is here to stay, but its adoption is only about where internet adoption was in the mid-90s. In other words, there's still a ton of upside and opportunity. If you want to learn how other business owners and entrepreneurs are using Bitcoin to enrich their lives and grow their businesses so that you can too, stick around at the end of this episode to hear the trailer for my newest podcast, Business Bitcoinization. And now, on to today's episode. You're listening to the Life as Leadership podcast. Are you looking for motivation and encouragement on your path to becoming a better leader? If so, you've come to the right place. Keep listening to find a community of leaders committed to learning and taking action to improve their world. The Life as Leadership podcast, where leaders gather to grow together. Here's your host, Josh Friedemann. It's so great to be back behind this mic once again and sharing with you. I hope that you will excuse me for the longer than expected absence. A lot of the last couple of months has been focused on preparing for my wedding and then getting acclimated to married life. All is going well. And even though I have not been publishing episodes, I've been recording a lot of great interviews and am excited to be sharing those with you starting today, moving forward into the next year and beyond. I want to give a special shout out to any listeners who are joining for the first time today from the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm excited to have you part of this community and to be joining the Charisma community as well. This podcast is all about helping leaders live and lead well, and I trust that you will find that that's true for you as you are listening to this podcast and putting into action the things you're hearing and learning from the great leaders that I have the opportunity to interview on this podcast. I'm going to get to a little bit more about our guest today in just a second, but first, I have a new free offer that I want to share with you. It's great when you have time to listen to podcasts, but sometimes you just need to get straight to the facts. And that's why we've put together the Leadership Action List. It's a year's worth of weekly action steps to improve your leadership. If you want to be a noticeably different leader in one year, this simple but effective resource is for you. Download this list for free at leadershipactionlist.com. Once again, for an entire year of weekly leadership development, go to leadershipactionlist.com. Our guest today has founded more than a dozen companies over the past 41 years. He attributes much of his success to having surrounded himself with his mastermind counterparts. He spent a decade meeting weekly in a mastermind group with Dave Ramsey and other amazing entrepreneurs. He's the founder of the Iron Sharpens Iron Mastermind that now hosts 20 groups with national and international members. He's the author of View from the Top and the Mastermind Blueprint, and he's the founder of the Mastermind Playbook, which is an incredible resource for starting, running, and scaling masterminds. Here is Aaron Walker. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Joshua. Thanks for having me, buddy. I really appreciate this. It's an honor for me. Well, I'm excited to have you on the show today. And before we get started with the main portion of our interview, I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you better as a leader and give us some insight for our own lives. So you ready for these? I'm ready. What is some lesson, saying, or experience that continues to influence your leadership to this day? Yeah, not being afraid. You know, a lot of people are afraid today in leadership. And I always say fear missing an opportunity more than you fear failure. And I would just encourage people to work through that upper limit challenge of being afraid. Use three descriptors to finish this sentence. A leader is? A person with great clarity. A person that has a great amount of courage and a huge amount of passion in what it is that they're interested in. What is the question that leaders should be asking either themselves or others? What is it you're lying to yourself about? Hmm. What is a book that you would recommend to leaders? 
Oh, my goodness. There's so many great books out there today. Uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People are great. Good to Great is a great book by Jim Collins, Simon Sinek, Leaders Eat Last. Man, I could list you all. You know, How to Win Friends and Influence People is a must read. Like everybody should read that book before they graduate from high school. If you could get every listener to start doing something this week to help them be a better leader, what would that thing be? Yeah, be consistent more. Uh, a lot of people start something and they fail to implement on a regular basis. And I think there's a real lack of consistency in great leaders. And finally, we have our arbitrary but insightful question, which is this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? Why? Yeah, because the why not will work itself out if you know why. I like that. Well, Aaron, we're here today to talk with you about the power of masterminds. You've written books connected to this. You have a business connected to this, and you live this out in your own life. I'd love to start our interview off today by hearing from you about the power of masterminds in your own life and why it's so helpful for your own professional and leadership development. Yeah, Joshua, I got to take you way back, you know, for a couple of decades, if I could, just for a minute. I started my first business when I was 18 sold it to a Fortune 500 when I was 27, went on to buy another company and grow it about four times the size it was over a 10-year period. And then when I turned 40 years old, that's 20 years ago now, everything kind of changed for me. I had an automobile accident on the way to the office where I ran over and killed a pedestrian, and that really uh, rocked my world. And shortly thereafter, uh, Dave Ramsey invited me to be in his mastermind group and I can't tell you the benefits of that because it was a dark time in my life. I needed people around me to help me, but not just in dark times, but in good times to help you have unbiased, trusted advisors that can really guide you and steer you through life's uh, wins and their shortcomings. And uh, I've been able to celebrate high highs and really work through tough, low lows And it's all because I had people that I was willing to subject myself to their scrutiny. Uh, I was willing to go in and say, hey, you know, what is my kryptonite? What is my superpowers? Uh, What are my blind spots? And these people were willing to step up to the plate and advise me and give me direction. So I'll have to honestly say that the vast majority of success I've had in life is a direct result of the interactions with members in a mastermind group. So I want to take a quick step back for our listeners who may never have heard of a mastermind, or maybe they've heard of it, but they aren't quite sure what it is. I think over the last few years, the term has become more and more popular, but even as it's gained popularity, people have begun to put their own meaning into that term. So how would you describe what a mastermind is to someone who's either never heard the term or has heard of it before, but is not quite sure what it means? Yeah, we make it way too complicated. It's merely a peer advisory group. It's kind of like having your own board of directors, people that are around you that know you intimately. Like Joshua, I couldn't give you advice if I didn't know you because advice is not just generic in nature. I couldn't come in and say, this is the way you should raise your kids. This is the way you should run your business. These are the things that you should do. Because if I don't know you intimately and I don't know your history and your past, I don't know your spouse, 
I don't know your children. Uh, if I don't know any of these things, it's very hard for me to give you solid advice. And so when you're in a group week after week, month after month, and year after year, I start to know your patterns. I know what's important to you. I know your core values. I know your mission statement. I know the things that you're trying to accomplish in your life. And so therefore, I'm better positioned to give you advice. And so the mastermind groups allow that because you're interacting on a weekly basis. People let that veil down, that facade, and then you really get to see who's there. And so from that point forward, I can really help you. But until I've spent some time with you, you really shouldn't listen to much advice that I have to offer. So I want to take a second to talk with you about your own mastermind, which is called the Iron Sharpens Iron Mastermind. Could you share with us a little bit about that mastermind, how it's set up and how it operates? Yeah, well, about uh, seven years ago, a couple of my friends, Dan Miller and Dave Ramsey and Ken Abraham, some of those names may or may not mean anything to some of you, but they, they said, hey, you've retired three times, like you're too young to retire. I was only 50 at the time. And they said, you need to coach and train other people. And I said, nah, I don't want to do that. Like I've been working since I was, you know, 13 years old and I'm ready to go down to St. John in the Caribbean, kind of take it easy. And they said, no, you're too young to do that. You need to really think through and pray about coaching. So I did and felt inspired to go to Dan Miller's coaching class out at the sanctuary. And Dave invited me to do entree leadership as his guest. And Joshua, I fell in love with it. It was amazing when I went there and I thought how invigorating this is and how helpful this could be to other people. And so I started coaching, started doing podcast interviews and John Lee Dumas had me on his show when he first started and it really loaded my wagon with customers. I had customers all over the world. I was coaching and I said, man, I can't scale a coaching business one-on-one. So I started a mastermind group and I said, I'll do one or two groups because I've been familiar with how to do that by being in Dave's group for all these years. And uh, it just continued to to take off. God just kept sending us amazing people. And here we are today. We just launched our 20th mastermind group. We have people in nine different countries participating now. And uh, it's just a game changer because it gives you unbiased, trusted advisors that can guide you along the way and really help you excel faster. So that's how we started Iron Sharpens Iron. Now we've introduced uh, four women's groups. We have an emerging men's group, you know, young guys. And then we have 15 legacy groups uh, with men from all over the world in it. So you're talking about different types of groups for different people, men, women, young people, people who are in different places in their professional development. What are some things that people who like this idea of a mastermind and may want to develop one of their own or become a part of one in the future, what should they be thinking about as far as who else should be involved in a group like this? Well, first of all, I believe in diversity. Uh, If everybody looked just like you, Joshua, or looked just like me, we wouldn't need 10 other people, you know, in the group. So we want people from different income levels and uh, different geographic areas, and we want people of different uh, statuses in life because it we can learn from everybody. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. You can learn some personal development skill from somebody with far lesser money than you've got. If you're blessed to be able to know how to make money, you can teach people that are not quite on level playing field as you financially. So I'm all encompassing. I really help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. 
And we really look at every dynamic of your life. And I'll tell you the reason when I was a young guy, I was solely focused on making money. It was like another retail store, another business, you know, just $50,000 more, $100,000 more. I want a bigger house, you know, I want a vacation home. I want a nicer car. And I came home one day with a pocket full of money to a house full of strangers. And uh, I'm like, man, I better start paying attention because I'm going to be a rich old guy with no family if I'm not careful. So when I sold my business, I said, I'm going to help other entrepreneurs not get entangled in such a web and help them understand that we need boundaries. Uh, We need people around us to guide us and direct us in all these different arenas. But we also, at the same time, need to be paying attention to the things that are most important to us in our lives. And that's our first core value, and that's relationships matter most. And when you forget that aspect of it, you really are on a bad spiral into a dark abyss. And so I really help people to balance their life in a way to where you prioritize your priorities and you don't do it at the expense of your family. Now, I know from previous conversation that you don't shy away from the importance of your faith in your life and in all that you do. I'm wondering for those who are creating masterminds, from your experience, what is the balance between finding other people who think and believe differently than you versus naturally attracting people that have a similar belief and value system to yourself? Well, that's a good question. And we don't specifically set out to attract any specific faith. I'm Christian by faith. And it's the most important thing in my life for me individually. And as a result of that, I attract a lot of Christian people because I don't hide my faith. I'm not using my faith. We don't, uh, we're not condescending and we're not judgmental and we don't disallow you from joining our groups. We have people of different faiths. We have agnostic, we have atheists, Hindu, Buddhist, Muslim, Christian. Uh, we have many, many different faiths. And so it doesn't preclude you at all. But based on who I am as an individual, I'm the founder of Iron Sharpens Iron. We have a certain set of core values by which I operate. And I think everyone should operate their businesses according to their core values. And so, yeah, it's not something specific. We're not just Christian oriented. Uh, We're people oriented and we want to attract people that want to grow. Uh, We do have strong core values and what we believe, but we don't use those against anybody. And we certainly don't uh, disallow anyone from joining our mastermind group because of it. But I just want people to be clear on who I am as the founder. Another thing that you mentioned is that you were invited by Dave Ramsey to be a part of a mastermind group that he was also a part of. And I'd love to hear from you any recommendations you would have as far as how to begin running in circles of people who will challenge you to new heights and new depths of your personal and professional growth. That's a great question. And I want to point out something that's very important to everyone listening because everybody listening goes, yeah, man, who wouldn't want to be in a group with Dave Ramsey and Dan Miller and Ken Abraham and Ron Doyle? And these are amazing people. But the point is, is they weren't then who they are now. And I'll take you way back to when I was very young in the early nineties, I met Dave Ramsey speaking at a Luby's cafeteria chamber of commerce breakfast where 20 people were in attendance. And I went up to Dave after it was over and introduced myself, invited him to see a business that I had just a mile away. And he was on one radio station in Nashville, Tennessee. He had just started uh, the money game show. He and Roy Matlock. 
And he gave me advertising to try him because he was brand new. He was just starting out. And so Dave and I've been friends for three decades now. And so this was something that he invited me into his circle, but he was just starting. I mean, he wasn't anywhere, you know, they're on 800 radio stations. Now they have 12 million listeners a month, but that wasn't the case back in the day. The point is, is that we got together and we started meeting every single week in Dave's office and all people in the group started to grow as a result of the consistency of being able to give advice and take advice and share resources and share ideas and perspective. And because of that, we all grew our businesses. Dan Miller had just started 48 Days to the Work You Love. Today, he's an international bestseller, you know, New York Times bestseller. Ken Abraham was in that group, and today he's written over 100 books. And for anybody that's anybody, he's written their book. But that wasn't the case decades ago. So my point for you today, listening to my voice is you need to get in a group, and it's amazing at what could materialize for you just as it did for me. And I love that idea of you being able to work in other people's lives, speak into other people's lives, and allow them to do the same for you. And then over the years and over the decades, you begin to see how you're able to help each other grow. And one of the things I would like to hear from you is how to think about starting a mastermind. But maybe even before that, you talked about how you started your own, but before that, you were in one. And I think it could be helpful for people to hear about what your masterminds look like and maybe how they can get involved if they really wanted to get firsthand experience of what a well-run mastermind looks like. Yeah, thanks, Joshua. You know, we figured it out kind of along the way and being involved in a group every week for 21 years gives you a little insight about what works and what doesn't work necessarily. I will go on record as saying that our groups are not for the faint at heart. I mean, if you carry your feelings on your shoulder and you can't take constructive criticism and you're not willing to show up and do the work and, you know, we're looking for givers, not takers. We're looking for people that are willing to come and share and encourage and edify and lift up and call out people. If you're not willing to do that, we're not for you. I mean, we're not in there to talk about your golf score and the biggest fish you caught. And that's not who we are. We're in there about getting it done. And we do exercises every single week that help us move just a little bit further down the road. We're doing an exercise right now called Come As You Will Be in 2023. And what that is, is that we're hyper-focused on five key components of your life, one being personal, spiritual, relational, professional, and financial. And you have to come and present to your group these big, hairy, audacious goals that you want to accomplish in the next 36 months. And then we reverse engineer it and we go back and take something like Brian Moran's 12-week year and we overlay on top of the task that you've got to do every day between now and the end of the 36-month period in order to accomplish those goals. And we've been doing this for a long time now, and this is an exercise that I've done personally that has absolutely taken our business to the next level because we're ultra-focused on the things that really matter. We've prioritized our priorities, and then we use these systems, these productivity tools to help get us there. Now, you imagine meeting weekly with 10 other people in your group, and they're saying, hey, Big A, did you accomplish this? Did you do this task this week? Well, Joshua, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to come in the group and go, no, I'm a loser. I didn't do it. Sure, I'm going to do it. And because I do these tasks, I'm going to accomplish my goal. And so that's the kind of group that we are. We give you insight 
on the things that would better propel your personal and your professional life ahead. And we hold you accountable throughout the week in order to get the task accomplished. So if someone is interested in a mastermind like that, where they're going to experience the pressure and the pressure will help them grow, where can they go to find out more about your mastermind? Yeah, the best place to go is view from the top. That's with a V like Victor view from the com. And there's applications there that you can fill out. Once you fill out the application, you're not committing to being in the group, but it allows you to have a conversation with me. And we go through your personal objectives, your goals, your desires, the things that you're trying to do. And we see if you'd be a good fit for the group, whether you're a lady or whether you're a man, we welcome both of you uh, to fill out the application. Let's have a good conversation to teach you how to take your life to the next level. Now, often when we get to link sharing, it signals that we're at the end of the interview. But one of the things that I also want to get from you is how people can begin thinking about developing their own masterminds. Do you have any recommendations for that person who likes what they're hearing and thinks that they can do it? What would you recommend to them to get started? Well, Joshua, we started scaling mastermind groups. So thought leaders from all over the world started calling me saying, how in the world are you doing this? No one's ever scaled mastermind groups. My daughter walked in my office one day. She's the chief operating officer of our company. And she said, Dad, why don't you create a playbook? And I said, a playbook for what? She said, to teach other people what we've done so successfully. And I said, Brooke, that's going to be a lot of work. I don't know if I want to go through that exercise. That's a ton of work to put these systems and processes together. And she said, we've already got the majority of them. It's the way we run our business. So I agreed to it. It took us about a year, maybe 18 months to put together 34 professional videos. We've got over 100 worksheets, tools, and templates. And we walk you through an 11-step process that teaches you how to start, grow, and scale masterminds. It's a very effective tool. It's very affordable for the return on investment that you get from learning how to run mastermind groups. You can help transform the lives of other people, all the while making a very handsome six-figure income on minimal amount of investment weekly as far as your time is concerned. And the best place to go on that is themastermindplaybook.com. And listeners, we're going to have all of these links in the show notes below. Now, Aaron, what type of person would you recommend beginning to think about starting their own mastermind? You know, we've got a lot of podcast hosts and coaches and thought leaders, but there's a lot of people today that are really looking at, I've got one guy right now that owns an excavation business that he's going to be putting together a mastermind for general contractors. And so they're very niche specific as well. Uh, we have architects that are doing this. Uh, it doesn't really matter whatever niche market you're in. There's other people that would like to learn from you, or you can do it generic in nature the way I do and help people, you know, in the three areas that I mentioned earlier. So there's always room for the counsel of the multitudes and where there is great wisdom and sharing of experiences, there is great gain. And so I would just suggest that you get involved in a community group, you know, a peer group, a mastermind, whatever you want to call it, because isolation is the enemy to excellence. And if you want to grow beyond anything of your wildest expectations, get in a community group, get in a peer advisory group, a mastermind group, and watch yourself excel. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Now, before we finish up the interview, are there any final thoughts you would like to leave the listeners with, whether it's something we've talked about already that you would like to reiterate or something we just haven't had a chance to talk about yet? 
Joshua, when I was a child, my mom had a saying that I despised initially. It was can't, couldn't do it, and could, did it all. And she would never allow me to say the word can't. She would say, you might not be able to do it, but you're at least going to try. And throughout that process as a young man and as a older businessman now, I've adopted that as my life mantra. And you've got to develop a mindset that you can do something. And if you couple that with what I said earlier, fear missing an opportunity more than you fear failure, you'll have a very, very successful and significant life. Well, once again, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Where would you like people to go to find out more about you and the work that you do? Yeah, thank you, Joshua, for having me on. First of all, there's so many places that you can find me, but the easiest, best place you can go is viewfromthetop.com. And my email address is there, my phone number. Please reach out to me. All of our social media platforms are there. And if you want to get a great resource to start your own mastermind group, I can't emphasize strongly enough, themastermindplaybook.com. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks a lot. We'll see you, Joshua. I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Aaron. As you can probably hear, Aaron is the type of guy who knows how to get people together and to get stuff done. He's done it throughout his entire career, and now he does it with building masterminds and helping others to do the same. Now, let's go ahead and get to today's three key takeaways. The first one is this. Operate your business according to your core values. Don't use your core values against other people, but make sure that you are operating your business according to those core values. The second key takeaway is when you're sharing resources with other growth-minded individuals, you'll all grow together and this creates an exponential effect. It's incredible to think that Aaron and Dave Ramsey and others were able to work together and to encourage each other and help each other along the way as they were starting off. You look today and see where some of these men are. It's incredible. So who are the people that you should be getting around you so that you can grow together with them, help each other grow, and experience an exponential effect by what you're able to do together? And the final key takeaway is simply this. Can't couldn't do it and could did it all. If you're looking to find out more about what Aaron is doing or to follow up with him, you can find any of the links mentioned in the episode in the show notes below or at lifeasleadership.com. I look forward to sharing with you in the next episode. And until then, keep living and leading well. Hey, thanks for checking out this trailer for the Business Bitcoinization Show. My name is Josh Friedemann, and I'll be with you each episode interviewing business owners about how they're using Bitcoin to enrich their lives and grow their businesses. You might be wondering about the name, and I'll get to that in just a second. But first, let me tell you a little bit more about the show and who it's for. Unless you've lived under a rock for the last decade, you've heard of Bitcoin by now. And if you're like me, you heard about it a while ago, but didn't do anything about it until the last couple of years. Then one day, for whatever reason, it finally clicks. And after that, you enter the Bitcoin rabbit hole, as they say. And the deeper you get, the more you see the value of Bitcoin. But you know, maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you don't know much about Bitcoin, but are interested in learning more. Either way, this show can help you. Each episode will introduce you to an executive or entrepreneur who's using Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth, to improve their life and their business. So, what's with the name? Well, it's a play on the term hyper-Bitcoinization, which is used to describe the eventual rapid adoption of Bitcoin as other currencies get weaker and weaker in relation to it. 
when you compare a seemingly never-ending supply of dollars to a hard cap of 21 million Bitcoin that will ever exist, it feels like only a matter of time until hyper-Bitcoinization happens. The good news is we have the opportunity to be on the front lines of creating a new and frankly better system. Whether you're already sold on Bitcoin and it feels like I'm preaching to the choir, or you're curious to learn more, Business Bitcoinization will help you understand how you and your business can be prepared to take advantage of the massive productivity and wealth that Bitcoin will enable. If Business Bitcoinization sounds like a show for you, go ahead and subscribe. Obviously, you can subscribe in whatever podcast app you're using right now, or go to www.bizbitshow.com slash listen. Once again, that's www.bizbitshow.com slash listen. I'm looking forward to sharing more soon, and until then, keep living and leading well.